All right, how's it going? It's Tommy G here. This is Tommy G Talks, and we have another cracking episode of Bunker Talk lined up here. This was taken from a live uh, broadcast conducted a couple of days ago on my Facebook page. If you want to get involved for the next one, make sure that you do head to facebook.com forward slash Tommy Gentleman Coaching and tune in. It will be on Tuesday, and I'll have a special guest with me uh, this time, which is going to be good fun. Um, Anyway, what we talked about in this one, we talked a lot about emotional control. We're all going through it at the moment and we need to remember how important the you know the, the task at hand really is here. There's been a couple of changes over in the UK in terms of the uh, the next phase of the lockdown. We've been given some new guidelines and you know we talked a little bit about that and our reaction and response to that. Um, and we also heard from people from all over the world again, which is great. It's really cool having you guys come in and tuning into this. So I sincerely hope that this helps you. It's another powerful episode of Bunker Talk. We don't beat around the bush here. We go into the tough topics and we discuss practical ways that we can approach with solution-based thinking to help us feel better in these testing times. We also connect with each other, people from all around the world, to let each other know that you're not alone in this and you really are not alone in this. This is very uh, much a team effort and we're all struggling with something and we're all doing really well at other things too. Very important to realise that. Hope you enjoy the episode. Do let me know on social media what you thought by sending me a screenshot of your phone as you listen to it or just send me a message. Tag me. Do what you need to do. Instagram, I am at Tommy Gentleman. Same on Twitter. I look forward to seeing your updates. Enjoy the episode. Twelfth of May, two thousand twenty, and as you can see here, those of you that are watching on Facebook, it's day fifty-three officially since I've started counting. Anyway, of quarantine, day fifty-three here. Now, first of all, um, as it says here on the screen, for those of you watching on Facebook and those of you that are tuning in on Instagram, thanks for being here. Let me know where you're from. Where in the world are you watching from? And what is it like for you right now in your life? Now, we've got some juicy stuff to talk about today. Um, before we get into the content, before we start talking about ways that we can help others and us to feel a little more in control, to start looking at things a little bit more positively, I just want to emphasize again the whole point of Bunker Talk, the whole reason why this, um, this exists. So the point of Bunker Talk is to share perspective and stories and experiences of what is going on for you in your life right now, in your experience of this pandemic, so that we can connect with other people who may be feeling that they are the only person in the world who feels the way that they do. When the reality is there are so many of us right now that are, you know, maybe putting on a brave, brave face, struggling a little bit, but, you know, we're fighting on and we're staying strong. There's a whole category of people that are out there working still and doing some incredible work to keep everything ticking along. And we now have in the UK uh, another 
like level of uh, well, there'll be movement of people going back to work because we've been advised that if we if we uh, can't work from home, that we should go to work. And there are various industries, construction, etc., that are now going back, and so that's a whole new level of experience for for those people. You know, and then uh, there's people being affected by this directly, which of course is the absolute terrible, devastating, heartbreaking thing about all of this is that every day those numbers they keep going up and they will continue to do that and they are real people with families and friends and jobs and lives that um this virus is ultimately you know the 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 hardest part to take of all this is that lives are being lost from this virus and that's uh terrible it really is it's hard to it's hard to actually talk about um, because of the sheer magnitude. Um, I don't know about you. Feel free to let me know your position on this, but the earlier days of this virus spreading and, you know, I'd be checking the numbers on, on the websites and looking at all the figures. And there comes a point where you get so conditioned, I think, to hearing the numbers and the figures that, you put up a barrier against what it really means. And there are lots of ways that you can phrase this, lots of ways that you can put it. The one that really, really hits me, the one that seems to work best for me uh, to allow me to have perspective, which I will share with you today, is that I very much doubt any of those thousands of people who have now uh, passed away, that have now died as a result of the virus or as a uh, consequence of the virus adding to their perhaps health struggles. I doubt any of those human beings were even thinking about that two months ago. They were just living, doing their thing. They were just doing their thing. You know, they were, they were waking up every day and they were doing what they do. They were seeing their friends, their family, they were going to work and they were watching their favorite TV shows, reading their favorite books and, and the coronavirus comes along. And it's very, very important that we do let that in. You know, it is important that we do let that in. And I'm sorry to bring this tone so early on in our bunker talk. I'm, I promise you that we will lighten it, but I think it would be disrespectful to have have a talk about about um all of this if we don't let that just sink in you know it's monday night here as we're recording this now and i don't know what you're doing right now if you're listening to this on the podcast because remember we do put this on the podcast those of you that are here now live watching with me we do put this on the podcast whatever it is that you're doing just have a big deep breath in of fresh air some oxygen even if you're watching this now live and you're similar to me sat in a garage or in your living room or in your bedroom or whatever just inspire your lungs one time. Just, just take a deep breath in because this breath feels and will feel no different to any breath that you ever take. But it's just important to realize that we are here and we're living through this. This is, a, this is something we all share, right? This is a hardship. This is a challenge. This is a very real challenge that we all share. I just want to make sure that we're not taking anything for granted one of the biggest things that I talk about, that I write about, is contrast between life and death. And you just don't fully 
appreciate or at least allow yourself and invite yourself to appreciate life until you feel the contrast that death provides and this is a great way to look at it right now we're here we have that opportunity and so we have to be able to accept that and lift our heads above the clouds lift our head above the fog and see how we can make it a little bit easier for ourselves day to day now all right so that's how we're going to move on now from that and again sorry that was a little bit deep it was a little bit heavy but it's necessary so today uh let's just catch up on the highs hi to you guys on facebook dan and gary are back in the bunker room uh mariana's back and mariana is a she won't mind me saying survivor of the coronavirus we have you here today with us which we're obviously very grateful for in all manners of the phrase and you're here in the chat so thanks for being here It'll be interesting to get your opinion on a few things today today uh, gary's back again gary's at work but he's still tuning in louise hi louise hi bianca good to have you guys in the house and then we have a few people on instagram as well that have said hello uh, that might still be here might not be here um Thanks for being here. Really appreciate it. Let's go. Let's get stuck in. As always, got my very official. Oh, hi, Melissa. Good to have you here, Melissa. And, and thank you for all your contribution and comments um, to the thread that I put on Facebook the other day. I think you're doing great work and really serving and vol all the volunteering that you're doing. It's, it's very admirable. And uh, I take my hat off to you. Um, thank you for doing that. It's very important. I'm sure you've got a few stories to share as well. Right. Let's start with a very, very quick round of appreciation. This is where you tonight have to comment. You have to comment with the name of the person or people or the name of the type of job role that you would like to show your appreciation for today. Not only is that good to get out of yourself and show that gratitude and keep that gratitude uh, swinging around, but it's also very good for anyone who is doing that particular job or even someone who's watching this in person, seeing that and feeling that appreciation so comment with who you think deserves your appreciation uh tonight who you want to give that to i'll read them off and then we'll move on to our next point um i do want to give another shout out to a crew that i've given a shout out to previously but it's the all the people that are working um every day to help us uh with our our, our bins going out in the morning our recycling bins and you know our, our brown and black bins here we just take that for granted sometimes i think it would get very ugly very fast if we didn't have that right now and those guys have been the guys and girls have been uh turning up without fail every week with a smile on their face you know we we actually stand at the window i stand at the window with the kids sometimes stand at the door with the kids they love it they love the big uh the big bin truck as it comes along and makes us beeping sounds as it reverses and you know we wave and like they, the guys and girls in the in the crew, they, they love it. They, they're waving back and they're really happy and smiling and, and it's just really important. And it's, a, it's a shame in a way that it takes a, um, problem, a pandemic problem like this for us to realize that and show it. Um, because maybe we do realize it, but we just don't show it. And I think sometimes we can get very protective over stuff like that. And we can be like, Oh yeah. I, yeah. But actually being like waving and saying, thank you is quite a special thing, especially if you're on the receiving end of that, but also from a giving point of view, you know, so that's my shout out. We got uh, supermarket workers hats off to you. Absolutely. If you're working in a supermarket right now, do let us know what, what's it like. Have you got any stories that you want to share? Any stories of real, um, 
acts of kindness or any sort of shock horror stories that you want to share with us or anything you want to share from a point of view of what you'd like us to do. I know that Gary's got a few, um, got a few, uh, hangups about people in supermarkets, but I just want to stand up again for people who are acting out of line, quite literally in supermarkets, because I've done it. I hold my hands up and I admit that when I went, I've been to the shop once, like the big shop, you know, like a proper food shop. Um, and, uh, well, it wasn't even like one of the big mega stores. It was just one of the smaller ones. Cause like Kelly, it's, we, we've agreed she's doing our food shopping. Um, I, I didn't know that there was arrows on the floor. Like I was just doing shopping, you know, because I'd not been out there and not seen them. And it wasn't until I looked down, I was like, Oh, I just need to turn around and pretend that I didn't walk completely the wrong way through a supermarket. And it's because, you know, I've never done that before and I don't look at the floor when I walk. So granted, there are people that are genuinely making the mistake again and again and recurring mistake, which is I call negligence in that sense. Um, but uh, just to stick up for the person that you might see doing it, it might not be that they're just rude. It might not be that they are um, out of line. It might just be that they made a mistake. Teachers, another one's getting uh, shout outs here. Uh, fellow workmates in the supermarket that I work at. So Louise, great. Tell us, what's it like? I hate, I don't use the word hate very often and um, appreciate the comments here on Instagram. I'll just see if I can fix that for you. Okay. Um, hold on. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. Hate when people are rude in a supermarket. Hang on. Let me pull this cable out. Oh, we nearly lost the whole thing. How's that? Is that better? Um, yeah, because they're, you know, you're just doing your job, right? And this is before the pandemic as, as it goes, this is, um, people getting very impatient with, with people who work in the supermarket. Um, especially when people are using the like self service and for whatever reason it doesn't work. Uh, and then they just abuse the person working there. Like, oh, sort, sort that out. Why is it doing that? It's beeping. Can you fix it? Hello? Uh, I don't like that at all. That's rude. Um, so let's have a look at what you guys are saying about that one. It's pretty funny, right? Um, I've got to go up a little bit here. So Louise, thanks for sharing. So uh, you said you hate working in the shop just now as we get all the abuse about one-way systems and complain about the way everything is happening in our shop. Louise, thank you for sharing. I'll just put it on the screen there because it's very important that we can see that as people watching this, myself included, um, that don't work in a supermarket, have some empathy for how it must feel working in a supermarket and every day having people come in to that supermarket and, you know, make mistakes, maybe like we've already discussed, or just flat out don't abide by the rules. But then look at you as the person whose fault it is if something doesn't happen the way it should. And all you're doing is A, your job, and B, actually serving an extremely important role. You're playing such a big role as someone who works in a supermarket right now. You're, you're an integral cog in the the system of order because without that without food <laughs> without supermarkets and that supply chain that's chaos that's dangerous and we've all got to be very grateful for that as well teachers 
a lot of love for teachers because homeschooling, um, I've heard, is very difficult um, for a lot of people. And so having teachers uh, not only still being able to teach certain children, um, there's a newfound respect for how it must feel to be a teacher, I think, because a lot of people are now having to actually teach their kids. But also teachers are putting themselves at significant risk if we're going to talk about virus and spreading virus because of the sheer amount of people that are coming in and out of that building they might not necessarily have all the protective equipment um is my gut feeling again i i don't know this to be true but it's an observation i think um from what i do know and so it's a pretty important role isn't it and we're very grateful for teachers right now gary yeah sorry mate i know it's your pet hate but I'm just being honest. I walked the wrong way in the supermarket and I'm very sorry for that. Luckily, nobody was around. It was just me. And I looked down and I went, oh dear. Um, Mariana, you got told off for walking the wrong way. Well, yeah, I mean, rightly so. We could, you know, say that you should because the arrows are there for a reason, much like uh, me, you're guilty of that. And if someone had told me, I would have obviously been very embarrassed and just turned around and walked the right way so thanks for that contribution and for sharing who it is that you're grateful for this week um we get the chance again in two days time here in the uk to step outside of our front front doors and share our appreciation by giving a round of applause to all of our care workers i mean it just must be a, a, another dimension right now to be a care worker and to be out every day just hands-on really dealing with the effects of this thing and we can sit here and we can talk about it and we can observe it and we can watch things on tv and we can we can hear the news and whatever but to actually be in it and one thing that that strikes me about care workers people who work in the nhs nurses doctors have a few friends who are nurses doctors and they're extremely uh i don't know if the word is humble or like it's their job, it's their duty, it's their job. They're very passionate about that, but they keep this very clear divide between what we, if we were to go in and see it and be there, would be totally freaked out by. And that would, their reality would totally send us to some pretty deep places. You know, the things that they deal with, the things that they see, the things they have to do, they're so conditioned and so strong at holding that that they don't have to then turn to their social media and explain how bad everything is, or they don't have to share, 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 share all this. It's the same for the emergency service, like personnel as well, you know, policemen, police women, people who work in the fire brigade, paramedics, no one, no, no one, not I, not you can sit here and, pretend or assume that we know what that must feel like at any time, especially not now. And so all we can show is a huge amount of gratitude and appreciation and respect. So yeah, let's, uh, let's get on and checking out comments here uh, on Instagram. Maybe it sounds silly, but I'm grateful for people like you who speak and care about feelings and hard times like we like we're passing right now. Um, do you know what? I, I appreciate that comment there on Instagram and 
I've made it a part of my weekly schedule to, to do these bunker talk sessions and I do my best. Um, and I fight constantly with the, you know, especially now how, cause I've, you know, this is nothing new for me in terms of sharing and helping and stuff. You know, I've pretty much done this for seven or eight years, but I am fighting with it that everyone's just fighting, uh, their own unique battle right now. Who am I to show up on your little screen and try and make you feel better, you know? But I know that I know that it's the right thing to do, but it's difficult because I guess I empathize so much with how unique everyone is. And I really have a sensitivity to not wanting or not seeming to lack that empathy by a assuming I know because I definitely don't no one is in a position to judge anyone how could you possibly know what somebody else is thinking and feeling and going through you know so all we can do in my opinion is bring topics to the top right bring sensitive things like that we've already talked about how you know, how we can struggle, how, how the challenge can be very real. We can bring these things to the top of the conversation. And that way we don't bury it down because when we bury it down, we, the further down it goes, the more strange and isolated and depressed we start to be. We start thinking strange things. We start feeling strange things. We start spiraling down into a negative depression and then negative stuff happens, right? As a consequence, actions become negative. And it could be something as simple as being impatient with someone unnecessarily, all the way to the extreme of someone taking their own life, which we know is very much happening. And that's why we and I and you, we, we, we talk about it. We bring a light-hearted, positive energy to the table here, but we actually also need to um, remember that we can't judge anyone. We're all, we're all doing something. Like Gary said here on, on uh, Facebook, you, you can never tell who's fighting demons. And I think that everyone is. Everyone is, especially now. I mean, the fear... The fear alone, the fear alone. And remember, all of us as human beings, we build our emotional understanding of the world between the ages of zero and seven. Our first encounter with fear has, has been the seed that has then grown into our understanding of what fear is. So every time we feel fear, it takes us subconsciously back down that road of all the other times we've been scared, all the other times we've had fear. And so it brings all that up as well. And there's a lot of fear. We fear for ourselves. We fear for our loved ones. We, feel, we, we fear for our jobs. We fear for our financial situation. We fear for this state of the economy. A lot of fear in the air. And so that can be very disruptive in terms of how we feel. We can have a day where we feel fine. And then we can have a day where we're just completely lost. And sometimes it's better to be lost than to arrive at fear. 
And I hope you understand what I'm saying there. Your brain's good at protecting you. So just put you over there instead of actually making you go to the place that hurts the most. So if you're wondering why you might have um, bad days, right? If you're wondering why you might feel one day that you're okay and that you're grateful and all things are fine and you're good. And then all of a sudden it just disappears. It's because there's a lot of negative emotion going around. You're only human and we all go through stuff in life. And right now this is just anchored to all of the things that we've ever been through. You know, anyone who's ever experienced grief, which I would say everyone has experienced grief on some level, but grief that was maybe unexpected grief that really cut deep, you know, and those of you that have, have uh, listened to my talks or read my book or anything will know that I've had this when my younger brother passed away suddenly and unexpectedly uh, just over 10 years ago. Even today, I think about that, but I think about it in direct correlation to everything that's going on now, because the thought in my head is man, this virus is causing that to happen to other people right now. And so there is very much for all of us this direct association of the fear that we feel right now, maybe some anger if we're, if we're angry about the way things are turning out and sadness as well. And these negative emotions, will they will be connected to previous events in your life and you'll start to feel those, whether it's consciously or unconsciously, they'll be there more than they usually are. And so we can act in very different ways because of that. And that's why it's okay if you don't feel great because you're only human, right? And that is what this is all about. It's okay if you're not feeling it every day, like you want to go outside and skip and jump and hop and feel great. It's understandable, isn't it, in the current circumstances? Let's move into something here that I want to share with you. So listen up. Every single one of us is going through it right now, going through something. I just want you to go and share in the comments what is your personal update right now there's been a lot of movement particularly here in the uk there's been a change in the statement although most of it is still the same there's a slight leaning now towards moving forwards and helping the economy to get back on its feet so to speak and so what has changed for you in your personal circumstances those of you that tune in every week gary dan that are still here let me know you can start the conversation you can do what you always do and, uh, and, and get that ball rolling for me. That would be massively appreciated. And just let me know what your personal updates are. Um, while you do that, while you do that, everybody here on Facebook, I'm just going to catch up on some comments on Instagram. Andrew, I've seen your comment there on Facebook. I'll come back to that right away. Um, now I know the meaning of together we are stronger because when we deal with something together, all the things become easier. Yep. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's like we are in a physical isolation, but that does not mean that we have to be in an emotional isolation. And we have people that we can 
talk to friends, family, and um, and we can do things like this. Even if we don't, we can use this as a platform, positive platform to share um, because it is really important. Human beings are meant to stick together. We are tribal creatures and we're supposed to work in groups. Very important that we have that for our psychology. Angela on Instagram. Sometimes we must lose everything and be left alone with ourselves and find new opportunities and remove the ridiculous boundaries that we created artificially in our heads. What a fantastic comment. And it's English isn't even her first language, by the way. I love that. That's beautiful. Thank you so much um, for sharing that. Here in Brazil, the government extended the quarantine until the end of the month. So um, that's really interesting to know who here in the UK watching this thinks that that's what England should have done um, because Scotland, I believe, have. And so Wales, quote me if I'm wrong, um, let me know. And yeah, we're talking about personal updates. So how is that all affecting you right now at home? Angela on Facebook. How are you, by the way? Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you being here. I always tell myself that sometimes I need those low days to keep my coping coping mechanisms in check. Experiencing something out of my comfort zone enables me to focus on it. Put a coping mechanism in place and turn it into a positive. One, because I've overcome it. And two, when it happens again, I adjust my coping mechanism and I overcome it. That's great. I mean, the the fact that you're talking about your coping mechanisms in a way that you have control over them is amazing because it allows you to picture it. It allows you to visualize the learning process um, more than just words. And our brains work like that. Our minds are symbolic. We work with images. Even words are images to us. And we can use that to help us to understand a problem. You know, that's what visualization is at the end of the day. So anyone watching this that has something that's on their mind right now and that's, that's bugging them, they're struggling with, maybe use that, that idea of having a coping mechanism and just putting it in and just putting it in place, making it work and keeping that challenge, that problem away or better still, bringing it in and turning it into something else. You know, that is essentially what uh, I, I wrote about in my book. It's transforming challenge into confidence. It's very much about bringing it in, engulfing it, allowing it to go all the way in, to fully understand it, to learn everything that there is about what it is you must do next on all levels, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, everything, and then transforming that into confidence so that you know that, You've been through that. And so if you can get through that and you can learn from it, then you can not only be in a better position, a stronger position the next time, but you'll also use that strength in other areas of your life and that confidence to enjoy more and be more grateful, more present. You know, So in our biggest challenges are often our biggest opportunities to learn. Thanks for sharing that. Um, all right. I've been feeling low, like there's no serotonin secretion in my brain. But I started doing yoga, and now I feel much better. Thank you for sharing that, and a great awareness as to how your brain works. One thing that we can do, well, anything that's going to be good for us physically will help, um, but also to make sure that we are not getting pulled into these negative loops, the looking on social media, the 
the pointless scrolling, the comparison, the, all the things that gives us the triggers of slumping down, right? If I can use that term, slumping down, we want to avoid those because it will only amplify the, the feeling that you've just described there. We've become so lazy in this lockdown period. Again, it's okay, right? This is a weird situation. You will be how you will be. But what matters is what you do next. And if you are happy being lazy, then that's fine. But if you are not and you feel like you're missing out on growth, if you feel like you're wasting time, then that's absolutely not okay. Now, the key is not to just completely necessarily flip and change everything, but just to concentrate on one thing, just one thing that you can do tomorrow or one thing better still today, you know, that you can just say before your head hits the pillow, that's a forward step. Those forward steps, keep taking those forward steps. And before you know it, you look over your shoulder and you're miles away from where you were. Facebook, keep them coming. Instagram is showing you up on the comments. This is different. This was not the case last week. Um, but thank you for commenting nonetheless. Gary, I'll come back to you in just a mo. Um, it's hard to stay at home during the whole day but it's necessary. So I've been filling my day with knowledge and positivity. If you have the space and the opportunity, i.e. Um, you're not homeschooling or working, then absolutely do everything you can to just add points to your, add points to your knowledge, add points to your physical health, add points to your emotional awareness, almost like a video game, right? You want to, um, I think I was, it was Kelly. I was talking to my wife, Kelly about this, but I often joke about how life is very much like the game, The Sims. Those of you that have played The Sims, a little shout out to the, the game there where you can control your little people and you can send them to work and they get better jobs when they practice and all that. And, you know, it's, it's quite a cool little metaphor to use, isn't it? If you are at home and you're not doing anything that's stimulating your brain, your body, your levels will drop all across your life. And on The Sims, they obviously have various different things. But in this example, we'll use these. Your, your health, your fitness, your self-development, your spirituality, your finances, potentially as well, your relationships. All of these things will slowly decline. Like things can either be going up or going down, right? So these, these things won't be going up if... That's the case. And not only from the direct result of it, but also from the awareness that you're not doing what you think you should be doing and the guilt cycle that occurs from that. The loop of guilt, which is an awareness of, well, I know I'm behaving like this and I know I shouldn't be. I know I should be behaving like this, but I'm feeling guilty now because I know that. Right. And so it amplifies everything. And the only thing that we can do is stop that from moving down and start it moving up. And the only way we can do that is by acknowledging it first and foremost. So by being here saying that today, you've done that. Thanks for doing that. And hopefully it will be the start of a change. And then doing what I said, which is just one thing, not changing everything. You're going to wake up tomorrow and you're going to go and like do a run and then you're going to go and eat a salad and then you're going to go and read a whole book and then you're going to go and watch five TED talks and you're going to paint a painting on a canvas and then you're going to go and mow the lawn and, and you're going to trim the hedge. 
it's too many things. It'd be great if you have a design, an idea of a vision for your life to be like that day to day. And that's what you'd like to do. And you feel like that's your potential, that that's where you should be going. But one thing is success because that one thing is one thing that did not exist the day before. That is called a change. And the more you do of that, the easier it becomes. Okay. Good. Right. How to motivate yourself to get out of emotional stress. I mean, the emotional stress that we're feeling right now is, is very, very uh, unpredictable, but it will always go to the core of something that was probably there beforehand in terms of pandemic sense, it will be connected to something that was there beforehand. So think about how you can make your life easier every day right now is like a way to keep it at bay, ways to keep it under control. And then remember that in order to actually change it and for it to be uh, resolved, there's going to have to be a bit of work put in because it's probably something that has been there for months or years already. And so that's why it's important to recognize that, that when we come out of this or, you know, when things can become slightly more accessible, that we should be looking to invest some time and energy in figuring out what it is that we have to learn about our past that will help us to move forwards without those feelings. And that's a very surface level answer without knowing anything uh, about you. But the point is maybe avoid associating it all to this current challenge. It was still there before and it's just been brought out because of all of this and the extra pressure and the extra stress and the extra fear and the extra negative emotions. <clears throat> Hope that helps. Um, all right, Dan, this shows a great test. Where you gone, Dan? This shows a great test in character in us overcoming adversity and the changes we're dealing with. It does, doesn't it, mate? And I love the new, the new profile picture. Dan's been tuning into every single bunker talk. I think uh, you're the only one, maybe Gary, um, maybe, um, that's been here every week. So massive respect. And look at that profile picture. He was only here last week talking about how he was going to be spending some time with his daughter. I can only assume that is your daughter, Dan. And um, if that's the case, that's amazing. And, uh, and yeah, just keep that great attitude, Dan. It's, it's admirable and it will serve you very well. Gary, if you saw me, you could never tell there's anything wrong with me. Gary, join the club. Everybody's in that position, mate. Like nobody's um, going to be walking around with their like biggest fear or, or demon written on their head. And although we do know sometimes there are visible, there's visible evidence of people who might be suffering or struggling quite often um, people put on a brave face, you know? And I think we can all put ourselves in that position at some point in our lives. Um, because maybe the last thing we want to do is, worry people the last thing we want to do is maybe admit where we're at with things and and um i guess the most important thing to do is to observe be an observer first you know you don't have to be a contributor you don't have to go and speak and you go and do stuff and reach out you don't actually have to do that first in my opinion in my opinion you've got to be a an observer first you've got to go and have a have a listen you've got to go and have a watch you've got to take some stuff in that you've never taken in before. And then that might help you just 
to internalize a few things. And then when you feel like you get to a dead end, that is when you bring um, somebody else into the equation who might be able to help you overcome that. You know, it's sometimes too much pressure is put on people, I think, to, to talk and to reach out and to ask for help. And yes, that's very important, but it doesn't have to be how it all starts. It can start with a little bit of internal movement, asking some powerful questions to yourself, understanding that there are books out there that can help. There are people out there that you can follow. There are uh, YouTube accounts, etc., podcasts and all that. And once you find something that helps you, consume as much of it as you can and help yourself to start making solutions to the problems. Um, that goes for anything, really. Dan, write down a contract, making new goals in your life and what you want to do to improve in yourself and a list of things you want to stop doing and read it every night to see if you're doing better. It's important to measure your progress, absolutely. Um, Angelina, basically all people here are lazy and of course, well, it's disappeared. Where have you gone? All people here are lazy and of course our brain will choose to watch just a movie and will not choose sports and learn something new but we must become our own boss and make a plan for the day day the week and create ourselves the best version of yourself now we have an amazing time and maybe this will not happen again one day we will look back at these days and we will be grateful for the fact that we spent this time and we can do a lot just believe in yourself that's a great statement and I know that there might be some friction with that for like, you know, how could you possibly enjoy yourself when, you know, there's so much terrible news every day, but guys, this might sting a little bit. There's, there was terrible news every day before this, but that was no excuse to not enjoy your life. That was no excuse to be able to smile in your dying moments, whenever those moments will be, because you know that you've lived and if you want to live in fear, if you want to live there and you want to exist in that zone and you want to live in sadness and anger and guilt and hurt, then you know, that, that is one way to live, but it's not the only way to live. And it's certainly not the way that helps to remove regret, you know, and I think it's important that we can choose how we would like to feel. And just knowing that the, the choice to be grateful and the choice to put some time into where it counts and do some things that you've always wanted to do, that's okay to do that right now if you can do it. Because if you did, for whatever reason, it could be the virus, it could be a bus, it could be anything, it could be a heart attack, whatever. If you were to pass away, um, at least you would have used that time, you know? At least you would have used that time to do something, to change something around you, to make that radiate onto other people in your life instead of just sitting there feeling angry, feeling sad, feeling in fear, feeling like you can't because you're not allowed to, feeling guilty of that. So I want to make that point and I want to uh, use what you've said there, Angelina, just to help amplify it. Michelle, thanks for being here again. Michelle, I'm going to come back to you in just a moment. I'm just going to catch up on a couple of Instagram comments. Thank you so much. No problem at all. You're very welcome. I've been doing online courses, reading, watching my, my favorite shows, listening to my favorite songs, and spending time with my parents and my dog. Good for you. That's 
That's beautiful. Sometimes I'd like to do more for the community, but I'm actually doing that when I stay at home, right? Yeah, absolutely. You, you are doing that. You're protecting people. You're abiding by the advice, the rules. So I've been praying for the people outside who are working for the community. And I think that we'd all, if we had to trade places in terms of being someone working out there in the community, if our destiny and fate had taken that road, then we'd be doing the same, right? We'd be making sure that we're doing our job properly. We'd be doing everything that we can. And we would probably draw strength from people at home that thought like you and felt like you and showed that appreciation. That's why we will start these talks with that appreciation part. Because it's very important that we know that, that people know that, you know? <laughs> it's important that we know that, that people know that, you know? Um, so now they know, right? Michelle. Thanks for being here again, Michelle. I took a mental health day today. Well, for most of the day, at least. I listened to an audiobook on procrastination so I can better see why I'm having as hard time as I'm having motivating myself to be productive. It helped me to see what I need to improve. The result was that I felt far more positive and forgave myself. Wow, nice. Mood went up, jumped into some work now to be able to recognize it on a daily basis. And that will be the challenge. Yeah, what you've done there, Michelle, is you've created space to learn and created space to change routines and habits and think about things consciously. It's almost like sometimes we need a book or a YouTube video or a podcast or a friend saying something or just seeing something or hearing something to be the intervention that we need to disrupt the pattern that we were living in. And the pattern, gen generally, the pattern, the orbit of that will be slightly downwards. So we need that intervention to invigorate our consciousness to make us or help us look at the bigger picture and understand where the opportunities are to shift things and change things and, and grow in the right direction, like a sunflower in the right direction. That's what it's all about. Thanks for sharing that, Michelle. Really appreciate it. Um, good to have you guys here. Fiona, it's good to see you, Fiona. Exactly. We have to get on with it and live the best versions of ourselves. We do. And there should be no guilt in that. No guilt whatsoever. Doesn't matter. Because you'll only be in regret otherwise. I mean, that's not a nice place to be at all. Angelina, it's difficult. Uh, it's a lot of stress. But we need to control our emotions and smile, even if it's difficult. Listen to music that comes from the musician's heart and goes to, to our heart. I love that. That creative energy that we all have inside of us, whatever it is that you were here to express, whether it was your job and things that you do in your role, whether it's more something more obvious like music or art, there's something in all of us that is a creative calling. And when people bring that creative calling out and they work on it and they improve their skill and they release things like songs and art that we can consume and enjoy. What we're tapping into there is someone's ultimate level of creative energy. And I love the story of Ed Sheeran because I think this just paints that story really well. That guy, if he'd ever, ever, at any point in his career, listened to some of the negativity around him, the opinions of others that you don't look right, you can't dress like that, you're not handsome enough, you know, you're never going to make it. If he listened to any 
of that at any point and took it to heart and let it stop him, then none of us would be enjoying any of his art, any of his music, any of his music right now. We wouldn't even know who he was. And that guy can stand there in front of thousands of people with his guitar and he is in his highest self. He is in his absolute highest level of creative energy. You give him anything else, you give him, uh, you know, you, you ask him to read a book or you ask him to uh, do a quiz, I don't know, anything in front of thousands of people. And he probably would crumble. But for him to stand there with a guitar and for him to sing, that is his absolute highest self. It's his absolute most creative energy. And that would not exist. We would not even know who Ed Sheeran is if he did quit at any of those points in his life where people told him that he was never going to do it, that he was not good enough, that he didn't look right, that he didn't dress right. And so listening to music like that right now is helpful because not only is it enjoyable, not only do we like it and relate to the lyrics, we are actually tuning in to a frequency of ultimate creativity. And it can help us in these times when things are a bit gray and a bit dark and a bit troublesome. And that's why music's so important right now. Thanks for bringing that up, Angelina. I appreciate that. And I hope that's helpful. Um, all right. Well, hey, we've been rocking here for 46 minutes. Can you believe it? It's been great. I really love talking to you every week in Bunker Talk. And uh, I'm just going to let a few of the, the last comments here on Facebook roll in. Instagram, good to see you here. Um, appreciate your time as well and your energy and your comments have been coming through tonight. I really enjoyed speaking to you guys too. Thanks for being here. Michelle, uh, you, Fiona, no worries. You're very welcome, Fiona. Good to see you again. Michelle, I am a secretary in a school that teaches Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Successful People. Well, shout out to that school first and foremost, because that is a great way of helping students, young people to understand some of the things that you don't get um, taught in life unless you go seek them. And that's a shame like they should be mainstream shouldn't they like this kind of knowledge should be mainstream and it's great that that's happening in that school how cool is that um geared towards kids it's been a real game changer to have those lessons reinforced on an everyday basis habits are essential in our lives we just have to choose between the good and the bad habits but if we don't see the bad habits first we'll never be able to replace them with good habits i love it the first the first part of it is the awareness the awareness of the problem, the awareness of the thing that's not going well, the awareness of the thing that's not going right. Quite often we know what it is before we admit what it is. It can be very difficult, especially if we built an identity that is around it and we know that that's going to chip away at that identity. You know, we've all been there, I think, whether we know it or not. You know, I certainly have many times over the last 10, 15 years. And seeing it and actually bringing it to the surface is always the hardest part in my opinion but that doesn't happen if we don't have like i mentioned just now an intervention something that happens that comes into our awareness that catches our full attention and then leads us to recognize things notice things that we can see very clearly that we could not see before that's the start of it that's the catalyst for a change happening um so that's really cool. Really, really cool. So look, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of wrap things up here. I just wanted to say to you all that when we finish these bunker talks 
um, live on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I take the audio and I put it on my podcast. And my podcast is called Tommy G Talks. It's on iTunes and it's on Spotify. If you like it, if you like the kind of conversation that we're having now, then I think we have 108 episodes on there. Not all of them are going to be like this and probably not all of them are going to be good. Like just the way it is, isn't it? Um, but there might be some that really connect with you and that you find interesting. So I'd recommend you to go and check that out on iTunes or Spotify. Literally just search for my name or search for Tommy G Talks and you'll see that I've got a whole bunch of stuff you can um, listen to and get involved in. And I'm quite keen to do a little bit more of a like an interactive version of Bunker Talk. It'd be great to have some of the people that we've been chatting to every week to actually be here with me. And we can do this with this little thing here with all the graphics on Facebook. We can do that. And if you'd be interested in doing that, then let me know. If you're listening to this now on the podcast or you're watching on repeat or you're watching live and you haven't been someone who's been actively getting involved in the conversation but you'd be interested in being here with me and having a chat live because I don't want it to just be me just chatting to you then uh let me know because maybe we can get a little bit of a, of a sort of bunker talk um panel thing going on and we can start to share a little bit more openly you know that'd be a dream come true for me I'd really like that to happen so yeah if you're listening I'm watching, then send me a message um, on Facebook privately or Instagram privately, or just uh, reach out to me on any social media and, and give me one of those, uh, those messages and we can sort something out. <laughs> Lastly, I just want to say thank you to you for being here. Um, my purpose for Bunker Talk is if I can connect one person's story one person's happenings one person's challenge to another person who's looking for some kind of answer or inspiration or connection then uh then it's a powerful thing that could make a big difference you should never underestimate that um that's the point it's like a big old mixing stick and it's just mixing everything up just mixing up some positivity to help connect everybody around the world we've had people from russia people from brazil we've had people from the uk we've had people from the us yeah i don't think i've missed anyone have i any other country india we had people from india as well um and it's pretty damn cool stay strong everyone keep doing what you're doing remember just do your best that's all you can do and it's okay if you have a wobble you're only human stay safe and stay positive i'll speak to you soon